0: Testing, testing. Still way too loud. Can you get Jamie? Can you please come get Ellie? Okay, let's try this again. You're listening to The NeuroDivergent Nurse. And I'm your host, Jamie. I'm a registered nurse who has ADHD. On this podcast, we will talk all things ADHD. I'm really just beginning to learn about this diagnosis and how to navigate through it but I am so excited to take you on this messy and raw journey with me so that we can learn together. So let's get started. Happy week, everyone. I hope that it's going nice and smooth and you haven't had any real bumps in the road of life this week. Working in the hospital setting right now is uh, overwhelming for a lot of us, and I just want to remind you that you aren't in things alone and that sometimes the world is so hard and it is so heavy and it's not a weight that you have to carry alone and I want to encourage you that if you have those feelings that you reach out and you talk to someone, talk to a therapist, you don't have to go in person, do whatever you need to do to make sure that you are well taken care of right now because whether you believe it or not, we need you. In the United States. We are starting to be overrun in our hospital settings with COVID patients and we have more patients in the hospital than we have beds and that really inspired me to make a podcast about something that with ADHD we struggle with a lot and that is saying no. And a lot of nurses now are being asked to not take vacation, to come in and work overtime because we are crucially short-staffed for the amount and the sheer volume of patients that are in our hospital currently. And many people know how to say no. But if you're anything like me and you're ADHD, it's not really that easy of a task. And sometimes it actually feels near impossible when you think about it. What's your story? Do you agree to do things and then you feel resentful later? Can salespeople persuade you to go over budget? Do you go along just to get along all too often? This happens to everybody occasionally, right? For adults with ADHD, though, saying no can really be a challenge. Executive function issues and nonlinear thinking make it really really hard for us to weigh pros and cons before making an agreement. Impulsivity and difficulty with the emotional regulation can cause us feelings of being trapped. Some requests that we get and the decisions that we make affect our core values. These are certainly deal breakers. Others can temporarily affect our happiness or it just might be an inconvenience and our preferences. So let's talk about examples of deal breakers. These may include major decisions around marriage, relationships. It could be around parenting, health, finances, as well as interactions with those who have broken our trust. Preferences include how to spend our free time or choosing what we're gonna use for our home decor, how we wanna decorate it, and even, you know, making minor purchases. It can be helpful to ask yourself is this a deal breaker? Or is this a preference if your internal voice is screaming NO to a request? It is ironic that going against preferences can create the most resentment. Maybe it's because we give clear responses to deal breaker requests and in our preference category, we should kind of wax and wane. Preference-wise... If you're invited to a dinner with a least favorite relative, you can determine if there's benefits for the couple of hours that you're going to be inconvenienced. Even if you say yes, you can adjust the situation and make it more agreeable. If you're able, you can invite others as kind of a buffer, or you can pick a seat that's away from the relative that offends you all the time, or you could just... Leave early. Another thing that we need to figure out is are we saying no to peers or are we saying no to authority figures? Saying no to a sibling or a friend, that calls for a different approach than responding to an employer or a government official, a court official, or any situation where there's an imbalance of power. Both are possible. But responding to authority figures requires extra care. Getting professional or outside advice is really crucial when you say no in situations where others hold more power than we do. Even when you're saying no to your friends or your peers, it is helpful to seek the opinions of someone you trust. They can help you determine whether you're reading the situation correctly, and they may see consequences that just didn't occur to you. They even may suggest the best way to reject the person that's asking you to do something. Really though, no matter the request, adults with ADHD have such a hard time turning down others. So often, we say yes to something that actually sounds great before we think it through. We also have an issue that our interests are so varied, we can't choose, so we just say yes to everything. I'm going to give you a couple tips how to prioritize and to practice saying no. First of all... Take time in making your decision. Impulsivity and hyperactivity make two seconds seem like forever. Take a deep breath, pause, and respond saying, I'd like to think about the offer and call you back. And then, if you need to, sleep on it. Second, list your priorities in order of importance. For so many of us, everything seems important, right? So, prioritizing can be really painful, like trying to pay attention to a boring lecture. So, really sit down at the things that someone is asking you to do or people are asking you to do or things that you feel that really need to be done. And think about what is most important to you. And I think that's going to help eliminate a couple of things. Number three, practice saying no to the easy stuff. A good start would be telling telephone solicitors that you don't want to be called anymore. And then you can work your way up to saying no in a civil way to your husband or to your boss. Number four, be brief. Boy, is this a tough thing for people with minds that race like wildfire through a dry forest to do. But it can be done if you slow down all of those thoughts dancing around in your brain. Instead of explaining why you can't attend a late night party for coworkers, just say, I'm sorry, but I have to be home early. The more reasons you give someone why you can't do something, the harder the person is going to try to convince you that you actually can. Number five, be unconditional when saying no. Using the words, maybe, but, and, if, won't do it. This happens when we think out loud. It's best to think, decide, and speak in that order. Number six, don't say yes just to be nice. Some of us, uh, me, definitely me, I'm some of us, feel we have to go the extra mile to make up for the times that things slip through the cracks when we messed up. Let me tell you, you don't. Compromise and meet the other person halfway. When asked to sell raffle tickets, say, No, I don't like doing that, but I will buy some. This is saying no without offending anyone. Number seven, you need to know this. You are not indispensable. The world will not come to a halt if you can't step up to the plate every time that you're needed. I say this to nurses all the time. I love my hospital and I love my job, but some of us in our field, we feel the need that we can't call out, that we can't take time off, that if something comes up, that something terrible is going to happen or we hate what we do to our coworkers when that happens. But I tell many nurses and I remind them, the hospital was here before you were and when you're gone is still gonna be here. So while it's tempting to take on new responsibilities just to keep things exciting in our world, sometimes you just need to resist the urge to do so. Even if you know you'll do the best job, you can't let somebody else do it for once. Number eight, you can change your mind. What if you did say yes and now you really wish that you said no? It's actually okay to renege. I understand how terrible of a feeling this is. I get it. But sometimes when you muster up the courage to speak to, I don't know, other committee members about bowing out of a job, they understand completely. And several people just might volunteer to step up and take your place. I know that it's its not easy to say no. One thing that I've learned, though, is that honesty and integrity are always respected when accepting or declining a request. When you align your decisions with your values, the results Really, you're never disappointing. Not to yourself, not to your family, and not to your friends. Ramona Creel wrote 12 clever ways to decline that I'm going to give you. Number one, you can always say, I'm in the middle of several projects. Number two, I'm not comfortable with that. Number three, I'm not taking on any new responsibilities. Number four, I'm not the most qualified person for the job. Number five, I really don't enjoy that kind of work. Number six, I don't have any more room in my calendar. Number seven, I hate to split my attention among projects. Number eight, I know you will do a wonderful job yourself. Number nine, I need to leave some free time for myself. Number 10, I would rather help out with another task. Number 11, I have no experience with that. And Number 12, I have another commitment. I hope this episode gives you just a little bit of courage or a little bit of thought into helping you say no in the future because... It is a tough thing to do, and we don't like hurting or disappointing anyone, but you just have to remember, you're important too, and if it's not something you're interested in, you don't owe that to other people. If you would like to contribute to this podcast, you can go to patreon.com forward slash The Nurse, where you can get exclusive bonus episodes, script of the show prior to the release, uncut video interviews of the guests, input on upcoming shows and ideas, and even more. Also, be sure to follow The NeuroDivergent Nurse on Instagram and TikTok. And if you enjoyed today's episode, be sure to share it with someone that you think could also benefit from The NeuroDivergent Nurse. And go ahead while you have time and while you're thinking about it and rate it and leave a review five stars on your favorite listening platform so that other people can find the show easily as well and i hope you have a wonderful week and i can't wait to talk to you again